Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Ascension Providence, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Texas Sports Hall of Fame, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. On a Wednesday, lots happening in sports, two big games involving Baylor women, and then, of course, involving the Baylor men. Later this evening at 8 o'clock, the men play in Lubbock. Women play against TCU, and uh, that is a home game, and the uh, pregame will start up at 6.30, and that will be over on uh, our sister station, in fact, tonight, 104.9. The, uh, the men will be right here on ESPN Central Texas. That uh, pregame will start at 7.30, with John and Pat, and uh, if you're wanting to watch those games as well as listen to them, I believe the women's game, I noticed, was on ESPN+, and the men's game is on ESPN2. Aaron, did you go, did you, did you watch any college basketball last night? Did you, did you take a peek uh, and realize who we had on yesterday and go, oh, that's Kevin Connors? Did, did you have that moment last night, or did you decide not to watch Oklahoma and Texas play basketball. I didn't watch a lot of it, but I did watch part of the game, yes. I did see Kevin on there. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, it was kind of like that. I was like, oh, yeah, that's SportsCenter guy. Uh We just had him on. Yeah, and Kevin's going to be at the uh, Big 12 uh, tournament, and I'm really wanting to go to the tournament. We'll see. We'll see if that happens. Uh, But I, I, if the station is uh, – if Tom, the powers that be, want me to be in Kansas City for the Big 12 tournament, I'll do it. I'll do it. I mean, it's just something I'm open to doing, and that's the kind of selfless person that I am. Uh, Also, uh, Tom Barfield, I just brought him up. You can hear him from 7 to 9 a.m. on game time. And Ward is part of that. Garrett Ross is also part of that, and they do a really nice job. In fact, today had some uh, some some stuff getting you ready for the tech game. They have some great high school sports that they talk to. What else did they have today, Aaron? I mean, this was one of those uh, this was one of those days where Tom reminded us that it is an award winning program, as he likes to call it. So they were loaded up with uh, with big time guests. Now, the today we've got a lot of ground to cover. We of course have our bank shots coming up. Our bankers, the most creative bankers in all of Central Texas, will join us here in just a few minutes with something we call Bank Shots. And uh, Central National Bank is our presenting sponsor. I'd also like to take this opportunity to thank Barnett Contracting at 7703 Bagby Avenue. Uh, ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project. You, uh, you should work with Central Texas' premier site work uh, contractor, of course, that is uh, Barnett Contracting. We we'll appreciate uh, them uh, being with us. Uh, includes excavation, utility, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Aaron, today, today you could use some storm drainage. Some storms kind of blowing in. We've had some beautiful weather. 
a little windy yesterday. I found uh, out there on the tennis courts, but uh, today some uh, some intermittent uh, rain moving through. We'll just kind of keep our eye on that. But get a quote from Barnett Contracting today. I'll give you that number. It's 254-666-7117. Now, a, uh, there, there's a breaking news story with the Cowboys. We're going to get into it uh, heavily at 5 o'clock today. I'll just tell you it's uh, – it's a scandal that involves the longtime Cowboys head of PR, and that is Rich Dalrymple. In fact, he came with Jimmy Johnson in 1989, and, and uh, when Jimmy went to the Dolphins, I think he wanted Rich to go with him. Rich elected to stay, and he's had a long career with Jerry Jones and the Cowboys, including, you know, that's 33 years he's been in the business. How long has it been since, um, let's see, let's do the math, 30 to 89, yeah, yeah, about 33 years with the Cowboys, and it was odd. I don't even know if I brought it up on the air because I don't know if, if most of our listeners, uh, even though Rich meant, um, you know, he, he was an important person to us because we had to go through him to talk to the Cowboys and all that for years and years covering the Cowboys. I, you know, I didn't know if his retirement was that interesting to any of our audience. Well, it becomes more interesting now because uh, – He's been accused of some things, and according to an ESPN story, uh, the Cowboys doled out uh, $2.4 million in settlements over an incident. And again, Rich nor uh, the Cowboys have acknowledged any wrongdoing, but this long, detailed story from ESPN today uh, is uh, the allegations are that Rich Dalrymple, during a... uh, uh, a team function in 2015 went into where the um, cheerleaders, the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders, were getting dressed. About four of them had been performing at this uh, luncheon, the kickoff luncheon, on a September 3rd of 2015. And as the story goes, the, the allegations are that uh, Rich came in, used a key card to get in the back door, and was viewing them as they changed. And they, uh, uh, one of the... Uh, one of the cheerleaders said she saw him holding the phone, knew who he was. When he when she ran at him saying, what are you doing in here? He, uh, he, he raced out of the room. And, again, this happened six years ago. Actually, about seven years ago, 2015. It is, a, uh, it is the latest in embarrassing stories for the NFL. NFL is being sued for its lack of diversity. NFL is also uh, being sued over the the, uh, the creepy and, and long, uh, uh, horrible behavior of Dan Snyder, owner of, I guess they call him the Commanders now, the Washington Commanders. Dan Snyder and Jerry Jones have been longtime friends. Now, that doesn't in itself mean anything. I'm just saying I noticed recently, you know, Jerry was given the uh, uh, the platform to condemn some of the behavior that was going on with Dan Snyder. He did not uh, take the uh, interviewer up on that. And so this latest story is troubling. There are also some allegations of uh, Rich Dalrymple uh, alleged by somebody watching the Cowboys draft room that he was taking illicit pictures of Jerry Jones' daughter, Charlotte, during the uh, during the draft, I mean, I know people hear this and go, what are you talking about? This is crazy. I know. I know. Uh, it is uh, 
It's very disturbing. And you can imagine, you know, for someone like uh, myself who, you know, I've known Rich for many years. I've covered the Cowboys. I covered the morning news. Then I went to ESPN.com. And I've had to work with Rich for a long, long time. And, um, you know, this is this is very surprising, uh, disturbing, all of those things. And so I had heard rumblings that something kind of was going on. I didn't know. You know, I, I had spoken to Rich Dalrymple recently about his retirement. He, I said some kind things to him. He said some kind things to me. And that was kind of it. And now these allegations come out. It, it did seem a little abrupt at the time that after 33 years and a guy that seemed to enjoy his job, and I would not say, oh, you know, he, he was pretty easygoing with his job. He wasn't uh, what you would call someone who was just, I mean, he, he enjoyed it. Okay, good, good. <laughs> Let's change the subject quickly. Well, at 5 o'clock we will deal with this, though, because it's an important story, and it's one I need to hit head on. It is bank shots. And we have uh, our our big-time bank executives from Central National Bank, both Joe Nesbitt and Brian Fonville, have uh, have uh, jumped on the phone line with us. And, uh, gentlemen, I don't know if you could hear exactly what I was talking about, but we do have some, uh, some scandal. Uh, it involves the Cowboys, and uh, it is not good. And so I'll deal with that as the day unfolds. But, uh, you know, we thought the, there was some creepy behavior from uh, what formerly the team formerly known as the Redskins, now the Washington Commanders. It now appears to be some very, very creepy and uh, perhaps uh, criminal-type behavior by members of the Cowboys organization. But, guys, this is always this is, this is a, a time when we try to have some fun. Um, uh, we do have uh, two big games tonight. I mean, let's talk about that. Also, Joe, first with you. I mean, I know you all have us on speaker in the uh, in the halls of that beautiful building out there right off 84 uh, at uh, Central National Bank. But um, that was kind of cool, wasn't it? Baylor Line Foundation, now a sponsor and a partner of the Matt Mosley Show. Uh, Joe, can I find any more friends of yours? I mean, I'm really going right <laughs> down the Rolodex. Um, I, I, I still think Tom, I mean, he is a big-time attorney. We need an attorney on this program. Craig Cherry has been a great partner as well over the years. But, uh, uh, Joe, I thought that was fun that the Baylor Line Foundation will, uh, will, will be a partner of the Matt Mosley Show. And also, I, ha- I will be crashing the big Hall of Fame dinner at the Baylor Club on February 25th. So, Joe, I wanted to let you know about that. I didn't want to, didn't want to surprise you when I showed up there. I think it's wonderful, Matt. It goes to show, you know, man, about eight years ago, uh, when they were threatening to tear down the Baylor Line Foundation's building around Baylor, you couldn't – if you were their friend right now, man, uh, you you would be a run off the radio, but you got courage, buddy. And I also appreciate you referring <laughs> to us as big-time bank executives because <laughs> we really – I don't get that enough. And with President's Day coming up on Monday, Brian, the big-time bank executives in this town, we get the day off. We get – they celebrate us on that day. <laughs> Big time yeah. bank executive president's day. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, you know, bankers are never shy about taking these national holidays, and um, and that's a uh, <laughs> that's going to be that's going to that's going to be a good one. I uh, uh, president's day. All right, the president of the bank, uh, uh, of course, uh, Joe Nesbitt, uh, always takes a. Now, what do you guys? Do you guys have any plans? I'm trying to think what. 
what Monday, I'm trying to, I've looked ahead at the weather a little bit. I think Saturday and Sunday we're supposed to have pretty weather. I can't speak for Monday. One of those days coming up, it's like 74 degrees. Maybe that's just coming Friday. I mean, it, it's, it's some nice weather. What are you guys planning to do for your uh, bank holiday? You know, Matt, it's interesting you would ask us that because, no joke, right before we came on the air, we were talking about that. And uh, there's a group of us here at the bank. We're going to be working out at 7.30 a.m. at Orange Theory Fitness over in the bank district. So, And if they're not a sponsor of the Matt Mosley show, <laughs> we're going to give them – we're going to give them the business. We're going to threaten to move all of our memberships if they're not. So check <laughs> out. We just gave them some free advertising. Can I can yeah. I drop something in here? What we're going to be please, doing please. next President's Day is we are going to, and if these people are not a sponsor of the Matt Mosley show yet, I will make the phone call. Mr. Gaddy's Pizza is coming back to Waco. <laughs> that is, I mean, there are the red alert sirens flashing. <clears throat> That place is a dream, and they're going to be a sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show. Got to get them. Well, I appreciate that. I uh, The other night, I photographed a picture of Papa Rolos out there because I was coming from the Junior Livestock Show. I know that probably shocks both of you. I don't. I may not come across as a guy that's out there kind of bidding on pigs and broilers. So, well, you are going to have to tell me what a broiler is at some point, but broilers yeah. and all those all the heifers, they had some heifers out there. But I was I was broadcasting out there the other night, and I left there and was going. I had to go to Va- down Valley Mills, and uh, Papa Rolos. I, I just it just brings back so many memories. And and uh, Joe, I know you and Tom spent some time maybe with the SAEs, but the Fijis, we would get together at Papa Rolos, and that's where this dates me. But that's where we watched the Cowboys win Super Bowls when I was in college. Um, and, and of course, Brian laughs at that because Brian was like six years old, of course, but, um, <laughs> but Corolla. So, uh, and I know, uh, Brian was, uh, was telling me off here that Central National Bank does like Paparolos. Now, again, I, I also have to say right now, Shorty's has been a longtime sponsor of ours. I love what Shorty's does. And Joe, I think if we had have had a pizza by the slice option, like right off campus, that would have been great. And now Baylor yeah. students have uh, right there on 12th Street, on the kind of the edges, peripheral of the uh, campus, a pizza by the slice option. But uh, Mr. Gaddy's, that's funny that you love Mr. Gaddy so much. When I was in college at Baylor, that was when uh, CC's came in. And, the, and the, the fact that you could, like, just, we didn't care about <laughs> – I mean, I don't want to – I'll probably lose a sponsor uh, here. No, but I got we, you, man. I'm following you. Keep going. Yeah, I'm just saying, I don't know if we were so into, like, how it tasted, but we loved <laughs> piling our – it was like for three ninety nine, we could just get huge <laughs> stacks of pizzas. And it was that same kind of thought at the place where we would raise our flags. What was the What was the, um, <laughs> the Mexican food place where if you wanted ponchos, some more food – Ponchos. You, ponchos. Oh, my gosh. I ate so much ponchos joe do those do those names ring a bell for you as a as yeah, a long time I mean, waco look, citizen talking about cc's if that was all about quantity that was not a quality <laughs> thing you weren't in for quality you were in for quantity but paparolos shorties once they came into town and started killing it and i'm still in with mr gaddy's man i think those three we ought to have some kind of a contest uh where we uh, see how much uh, well, I don't know, like a taste test. And yeah. uh, 
America's Pizza Place. Those yeah. are three good options. Boy, I tell you, Brian, write these down. When Joe comes up with these uh, these ideas, uh, make sure we're uh, putting some of this in print. Um, uh, now, yeah, yeah. Um, I, tell me this though, and Brian, I want you to weigh in on this. But it sounds like Joe's the expert when it comes to Mr. Gaddy's. Is is um, like explain the difference to me between like Mazio's Pizza and Mr. Gaddy's because like right now in my mind, I don't have a great like distinction between those two pizza places they they seem very similar to me why would mr gaddy's rank ahead of like a place like mazio's yeah i don't know that i could answer both of these i think predate me uh to a certain degree matt matt please let me answer this please okay. let me okay. answer this Here's yeah the go deal. Ahead. mr gaddy's had stuff called spaghetti sauce i mean th- that's marketing genius they would sell spaghetti yeah. And they called it spaghetti sauce. They also had preserve, which is the dessert <laughs> pizza, and they called it preserve. So, uh, you know, that's, that separates you immediately. Mazio's, they had a lot of games. They had these little multi-level little seating area rooms where kind of had that, you know, uh, uh, what's the name of that show where everybody knows your name? What was the name? Cheers. Cheers. It kind of has a cheers uh-huh. feel to it. Mazio's was trying to get into that funky thing. Mr. Gaddy's is all about Throwing down some pizza, some spaghetti sauce, pre-game, post-game. That's where you went. There are Paparolos or Shorties. <laughs> I'm trying to keep yeah. this out of hot water here. <laughs> did did Brian uh, – yeah, sure. Thank you. Thank you. We always have to mention our sponsors. I'm I love doing that. I'm not anything else the whole segment. I'm going to be quiet. <laughs> Brian, you and I, though, had, like, Showbiz, Ch- Chuck E. Cheese. There was a place called Crystal's. Uh, um. But Joe, was there? Did Waco have any access to any of those type places where you could go get some pizza, but also like be around creepy animals that would play these little, you know, <laughs> kind of walk around and scare children? Um, did Did Waco have any of those options, or was that just us growing up in the Metroplex? Nothing said uh, a child's birthday celebration quite like a nine-foot bear playing the banjo and really bad pizza. What was the name of that place? <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, that's it. You know, you got the bear playing the banjo yeah. and singing you a song about your birthday. I mean, that, that's, that's what it was all about. Yes, we had one of those. Oh, you did have Again, those. Again, it was okay. about the experience, not about the quality. Yeah, because I'm trying to remember if Chuck E. Cheese had the bear or if Showbiz had the bear. And then we also had a place at Town East called Ferrell's, which was way before Brian came along. I know Brian has Metroplex ties like I do, but Ferrell's was a place for birthday parties as well, but more of an ice cream dessert type place. But as a, chi- a young child with very sensitive ears, I, th- I thought it was too loud. They would play these alarm, you know, these these um, loud sirens, and it was very, to a young Mosley child, it was it was almost too much. All right, guys, I feel like this has been a very productive session. Anything, uh, Brian, anything uh, Anything you need to get off your chest? I mean, I feel like Joe and I maybe uh, kind of took things over today. Anything coming up, anything CASA-related, anything we need to mention? No, Matt, we're just, uh, we've got our big annual meeting tomorrow here at the bank. Ooh, That's always an yeah. exciting time where we celebrate the success of the previous year and get to see our shareholders and directors, their families. And so we've got that coming up. But other than that, everything's good. We're not 
we're not on this week to uh, to make any sort of apology for a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Joe. All right, well, guys, I, I man, I this is this is interesting about the big uh, meeting. I I, I would thought would have thought y'all would have given me the invite. Would love to show up and just kind of hear everybody celebrate your successes and all that kind of thing. But maybe next year. I hope it's a great uh, annual meeting. And uh, boy, y'all have you talk about. Uh, and I don't know who comes to this, if it's the board or whatever. But the the owners of that bank are the the creme de la creme of not only uh, Central Texas, but all of America. So those are really fun celebrations. Fellas, bank shots, always look forward to it. I appreciate it. Thank you, Matt. Thanks, Matt. There they go. Joe and Brian are bank executives, uh, some of the top ones in the country, right here on the Matt Mosley Show. Aaron Sexton alongside, as always. We continue on. We've got some interesting... um, this is not scandal-related with the Cowboys. We've got some interesting things from Mike McCarthy that he opened up about yesterday. Is he worried about Dan Quinn still being on the staff? That is next. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly cloudy skies, maybe a little drizzle this evening, but our best chance of a few showers and storms come well after midnight. It'll remain windy with lows dropping to 59 degrees. A sprinkle early tomorrow morning, otherwise clearing skies, still breezy conditions. And with a cold front moving through, temperatures by the end of the day will only be in the upper 40s. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Join us live from Rudy's in Waco for our next Baylor Coaches Show. Join us Thursday, February 17th, and hear from women's basketball coach Nikki Collin and baseball coach Steve Rodriguez. Join us for the Baylor Coaches Show from 6 to 7 p.m. live from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco with your host, John Morris, right here on your home for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. The decisions made in our courtrooms have a lasting impact on all of us here in McLennan County. That's why the conservative leaders and organizations we trust are united in their support of Judge Ryan Luna. Judge Luna is endorsed by Texas Right to Life, Citizens for Pro-Life Action, Gun Owners of America, the Sheriff's Law Enforcement Association of McLennan County, several of the most conservative members of the Texas legislature, and hundreds of grassroots conservative Republicans across the county. They, like you, know that the integrity of our courts depends on electing judges who will strictly interpret the law, hand down tough sentences, and never legislate from the bench. In the March 1st Republican primary, vote for a constant Constitutional conservative for county court at law number three. Vote for Judge Ryan Luna. Early voting ends February 25th. To learn more, visit RyanLunaTX.com. Political ad paid for by the Judge Ryan Luna campaign in compliance with the voluntary limits of the Judicial Campaign Fairness Act. Did you know the average American pays over $500 a month for their car payment? What would you do if you didn't have to make that payment for 90 days? Where else could you use $1,500? Keep your car payments at Genco. Buy new or refinance your current vehicle and have no payments for 90 days. Take advantage of our low rates and no payments for 90 days. Only at Genco. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and low policies insured by NCUA. My money, my future, my credit union. Genco. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. 
ProStar Rental is the number one choice for all of your equipment rental needs. No matter the project, they got you covered. Plus, their friendly local staff is always available to answer your questions. They have a large selection of quality equipment available to rent for any project, big or small. And they have eight locations across Texas to serve you, including locations in Waco and Belton. Visit online at ProStarRental.com for more info. ProStar Rental, they make work easier. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Hello, I am Dennis Wilson, and I want your vote for March 1st for the Texas State Representative District 13. After serving the people of Texas for 46 years in county government, it is time for me to serve you at the state level. As a Republican candidate, I will work full-time to protect and preserve our rural Christian way of life in Texas by supporting our public schools, advocating for mental health services, protecting our second minimum rights and the unborn, eliminating drug and human trafficking, and securing our borders. Together, we can make Texans safe and secure again. Political ads paid for by the Dennis Wilson campaign. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. This year's Super Bowl drew an estimated 101.1 million televised viewers who saw the Rams beat the Bengals. That's up from last year's Super Bowl. Baylor big man Jonathan Chamachachua had surgery yesterday to repair multiple ligaments on his left knee. Number seven Baylor is in Lubbock tonight facing number 11 Texas Tech. Tip is at 8 o'clock and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Number seven, Bader Women, also in action tonight, hosting TCU. Tip is at seven, and you can hear that game on 104.9 FM. Other games on the women's side in Big 12, Texas Tech at number 15, OU, and number six, Iowa State at number 14, Texas. Baylor softball won last night over Stephen F. Austin, 7-3. The Bears have their home season opener this weekend. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Aaron Sexton alongside. Aaron's got a lot prepared for us for his, our, our daily uh, look at college athletics, and there's just a bunch of stuff floating around out there. Interesting, um, I mean, just on, on all sorts of fronts, college basketball, college football, and uh, Aaron has got the latest for us in Campus Confidential. We do that every day at 440. And then um, late programming edition uh, Clarence E. Hill Jr., longtime buddy of mine from the Fort Worth Star-Telegram, had to write a story that, uh, well, it's kind of shocking to a lot of us, especially those who knew the guy that's now being accused of some uh, uh, just really creepy and, and uh, awful activity uh, of a, uh, a sexual harassment nature uh, that uh, was high up with the Cowboys organization for a long time. He was the, the head PR man, Rich Dalrymple. And so you can imagine, those of us who've known him forever, this story broke today. And um, just, I think we're on, you know, there's, there's a different layers to this story. Those of us uh, who knew Rich pretty well and have known him pretty well, we're just sort of dealing with this and, and um, 
but but again, the uh, the main the main people you worry about during this are the people that were violated, and uh, that included four Cowboys cheerleaders in this case, and uh, and then also the owner of uh, of Jerry Jones. So there's a lot going on in this story, and Clarence and I have worked together for many many years and have been friends. And I just think it would be a good discussion for us to have uh, publicly to kind of flesh some of this out, what's going on here. So we'll do that at 5 o'clock today. Um, and uh, so anyway, and uh, right now, though, I, I, <clears throat> I want to uh, – uh, and, and Aaron's done a good job of, of tracking this down. This was uh, yesterday on the Rich Eisen Show. And Mike McCarthy, the Cowboys coach, went on in, in – Part of what you're going to hear in this uh, in this interview is Mike McCarthy discussing, uh, you know, Dan Quinn and, and him deciding to come back to the Cowboys in 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 basically a conversation they had. I mean, almost kind of like, well, um, do you want me back? Do you want me back, Mike? I mean, it, some really interesting stuff that came up in this conversation. And Aaron was able to track some of this down. Again, this is the Rich Eisen. They have a TV component to this, but it's kind of billed as like a Rich Eisen radio show. Rich uh, is on the NFL Network, and he used to be a Sports Center host back in the day. In fact, he used to do Sports Center with Stuart Scott. Uh, here is that back and forth with Rich Eisen and Mike McCarthy. Dallas Cowboys head coach Mike McCarthy here on the Rich Eisen Show. Okay, so uh, part of the criticism coming your way seems to be in a veiled way from the uh, the man who signs your checks, uh, to be very honest with you, uh, Jerry Jones, in a story written on DallasCowboys.com, uh, was talking about Dan Quinn coming back to your fold and mentioning how Sean Payton and Jason Garrett um, stuck around uh, for a long time as assistants in Dallas because, quote, Every one of those three coaches have said they'd love to be the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. So my point is that has, in my mind, a lot of logic as to why they might not take a job now rather than one or wait and see how the cards go in the future. Uh, The follow-up question was uh, kind of obvious. Like, what about your current head coach, Mike McCarthy? And the quote was, Mike knows that someday somebody other than him will be coach of the Cowboys. Uh, What do you think about that supposition, Coach Mike McCarthy? So we, we have an hour, correct? <laughs> um, the, t- the floor no, is yours. I, the time's yours, as Andy Reid might say in the media. So what do you think? Well, I, I think it's, you know, I think it's a number of things. I mean, I think number one, you know, I, I think it's, you know, every landscape in this league is different. You know, I, I've, I've been very fortunate to, to work at, you know, two of the premier organiza- organizations um, in pro football. And you know, and they're and they're all different. So, and and I think clearly, in this you know, in, in this situation, you know, the, the way things are, are are done here, there's you know, there's a, a bigger picture focus, and and I've always, frankly, just keep it about about winning, and, and I've always you know, kind of taken the taking a blind eye or blind ear to those things, but but that's you know, that's that's not the that's not the case when you work here. So, I mean, I, I think clearly, uh, when you look at those type of comments, you know, I think you have to understand, you know, the platform where they come from. I mean, you know, I have an excellent relationship with, with Jerry Jones. You know, we, we talk on a regular basis about everything and anything, uh, big picture, um, you know, tight focus on, 
what we're doing, you know, program-wise, you know, and, and more importantly, uh, you know, his biggest interest is, you know, the development of our players, especially our young players. So, but when I when I look at the, you know, the comments, I mean, the thing about Dan, uh, you know, Dan Quinn being here is was very important to me and our organization. You know, I think it's uh, the reality of it is, you know, Dan and I had visited long before he ever took a, um, a, a head coach interview, frankly, long before the playoffs even started. Mm-hmm. You know about uh, how happy he is here. Um, you know, and and I envy him in some ways. Where you know, as a head coach, you get pulled away from the things that really you're you were would help you advance in this league. So I mean, the joy that he was having coordinating, uh, he's been a tremendous asset for me. You know, personally and professionally, just you know, just having another uh, you know another individual with, with the experience of, of a head coach. So um, you know, we talked about him staying here. Uh, you know, long before he even took it, took the interview. Now, obviously, when he took the interview, and then this, you know, this this narrative broke out. Uh, I think it, in reflection to the relationship that Dan and I do have, you know, he just said, "Hey, man, if I'm not comfortable with this narrative, um, you know, if 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 you really feel like I need to take one of these jobs, you know, just be honest with him." And I, and, and I kind of, we kind of laughed about it, and I just said, "Dan." 10 to 12 years ago, I'd, I'd tell you, please get the hell out of here. I don't want to deal with this. But the, the reality of it is uh, I'm about winning. He's about winning. And the best thing for the Cowboys is for Dan Quinn to be here. And, you no, know, obviously it was his decision, his alone. But, I, you know, I clearly wanted him to know from from the start of all that that, uh, you know, I wanted him here because it, uh, it's, it's in the best interest of us winning. I, I've been at this a long time, Rich. Um, you know, I, I understand – you know how how hard it is to win a Super Bowl, and and so the best thing for us, one of the best you know, for our opportunity to be um, at the forefront of how we want to do it here. You know, it, it's it's having Dan Quinn. So uh, you know, as far as what happens next and all that, mm-hmm. I, I think that's really uh, just part of the landscape. You know, you know, Jerry's the owner, he's the GM, and I mean he's you know he's uh, always taking a 360 degree view of everything um, and I think it's like anything in life you know we have a lot of one-on-one conversations uh, we we discussed all these things you know we we um, you know I never once felt that I was not going to be the head coach moving forward and, and and frankly I've been at this long enough that's that's all I'm focused on and I think the players the coaches football operations is, is really is my main hold I'm the leader of this football team and I'm about winning, and that's that's all I've ever focused on, and that's all I ever will focus on. And um, are these narratives I'm usual? Absolutely. Um, I've never dealt with anything like this. Um, do I wish I didn't have to come on here and answer questions about it? Yeah, no, no doubt about it. I wish we were talking about something else, but um, it is part of it's part of our landscape. And um, I, I just think keeping things keeping things real and keeping things focused because. At the end of the day, it's about the people that you're in charge of. It's about the people you coach. And most importantly, it's about our locker room. And our locker room's about winning. Um, I love our players. Uh, I love I love what they bring to the table. Um, I think the the advancement we made from year one to year two, year two was, was impressive. Uh, we know we have more to offer. Um, the emotion and the sting of, you know, how we lost is real. Uh, but uh, in my lifetime in this league, uh, it will make us better. And I truly believe that. So it, it's part of our process, and it's part of our hard, hard learning experience. Um, uh, but you know, I'm not naive to the fact that you you got to take advantage of opportunities when they're in front of you. We did a lot. We did a lot of 
really good things, some, some great things this year. Um, but, you know, we didn't play our best football at the most important time in, in our last game, and that's and that's what we have to really focus on moving forward. So uh, next time you see Jerry Jones, uh, have you seen him since these comments came out, or do you have an oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I mean – all right. I'm, I'm, no, he was at, I haven't seen him since he went to the Super Bowl, but okay. Yeah. Um, All right. So I, did I talk, you? I talked to him Saturday. Yeah, we talked. We talked okay. on a regular basis. So do you say to him, uh, I'm, uh, "Today's just not that day that uh, I, I realize I'm not going to be the Cal- Cowboys coach forever." Today's not that day, right? You did. You, did you talk about this sort of stuff with him, or you just let it? You just go about your business and let him address it at some point. You know what I mean? Like, because it is unusual for an owner to say this sort of stuff, certainly about a coordinator that, that you have a great relationship with and has done a terrific job. I mean, so that's why I'm just wondering, do you, do you address it directly with him at all? Yeah, no, we talked about it. Uh, we, we, we talked about Dan's situation. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, we, we talked about Sean Payton's narrative also. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's been discussed. You have discussed yeah. that with him. What is, what is, is anything you can share uh, that you have discussed? Oh, no, I mean, just, really the, the, just the conversation was, you know, uh, you and I are in this, you know, back to back and, uh, you know, it's a partnership and, you know, just focus on what we need to do moving forward. Um, and, you know, and he, he made some, you know, co- personal comments about, you know, how, how he feels about it, but, you know, that, that's really for, for him and I, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, I'm very, very comfortable with, our relationship and our dialogue. I mean, it's uh, at the end of the day, uh, we we both want the same thing, and it's uh, and it's to, to you know to win the world championship and and hey, and definitely the narratives are unusual, um, but at the end of the day, I, I think you have to you got to trust the relationships and the, and the communication and the connection that you have in, in our in our leadership group, and it's I think we're doing everything we possibly can to you know to build a championship team here. Well, that was um, that was some interesting stuff uh, in in Mike McCarthy, and I, I thought one interesting part of that was him saying he was a little envious of Dan Quinn getting to be a coordinator. He's like, watch out what you say; they'll give you an opportunity pretty quickly, Mike, to to go back to being a coordinator. And uh, you know, the, some of those awkward. I mean, I I think I think it's good for Mike McCarthy to be a little more transparent and admit that. This is unlike any organization. I mean, on the same day that we're talking to Mike McCarthy, we're talking about another some kind of cowboy scandal. Whether it's good, bad, indifferent, there's always something going on with the Cowboys. And even though he was with the Packers for a long time and he won a uh, you know a Super Bowl, nothing ever compares to being the head coach of the Cowboys. I mean, just the time demands, all the storylines, the weirdness with. Um, with even with with Sean Payton now being out for a year and kind of waiting in the wings and Jerry kind of letting all this stuff kind of hang out there, it is um, it is what Mike McCarthy is dealing with, and as long as he has the job, he's willing to do it. So I don't think anybody needs to feel sorry for him. He's making a huge amount of money to serve as the Cowboys' head coach. If they have playoff success next year, he'll get to do it again. If they don't, he's probably out. And that is probably a pretty fair trade uh, when you really look at it. All right, it is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. At 5 o'clock, we will uh, dig back in a little bit to this latest, uh, well, it, I say latest. It's, it's a cowboy scandal uh, unlike anything we've seen. And it's the lead story on ESPN.com today, ESPN. And it's a difficult one because we know – 
uh, the, the person, uh, uh, I know, the person involved and in, being uh, accused of this. So we'll talk about it at 5 o'clock. And the, but next, it is time for what we call Campus Confidential. Baylor Baseball, all season long here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Coach Rod and the Bears opening the new season with a three-game series at Baylor Ballpark this weekend against Maryland. Games Friday at 6.30, Saturday at 3, and Sunday at 1. Coach Rod and the Bears all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. I'm Josh Tetons, and I'm running to be your district attorney here in McLennan County. I'm a proud graduate of both Baylor University and Baylor Law School, a dad, a husband, and a member of Glory Bell Church in Waco. You will always know where I stand on the issues. I oppose defunding the police and support law enforcement. That's why I'm proud to be endorsed by Sheriff Parnell McNamara, the Waco Police Association, and the Sheriff's Law Enforcement Association of McLennan County. My 15 years as a criminal defense attorney have given me the experience necessary to protect and defend our cherished Constitution from the radical liberals who want to destroy it. The most important job in my life is being a father of three and a devoted husband. Just like you, I want safer streets for my kids to play on, hardened criminals to be locked up, and drugs to be taken off our streets. It's time we do better. It's time we support law enforcement. I'm Josh Tetons, candidate for McLennan County District Attorney, and I approve this message because it's time for a change. How are you feeling today? More than an empty question, it's a real reminder to reach out to coworkers, friends, family, and neighbors. Remind them to get the care they need. Someone you know may be delaying important emergency care, chronic care, or emotional care. At Ascension Providence, appointments are available now with strict precautions in place for your safety and our care. Ask about virtual visits. The ER at Ascension Providence Hospital is open 24-7. Get the care you need at GetProvidenceCare.com. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. City Ranch Boot Company has a new location and they can't wait to see you. Choose your skin. Choose your design. Let them create that perfect pair of boots, belt, wallet, or handbag. With over 30 years of leather industry, owner Jay Kelly and his team know their stuff. Design boots for the bride and groom or the entire wedding party. Put your company logo on boots as sales incentive or thank your employees. Incorporate your ranch brand or the name of your ranch as a gift for your family. Bring them in for a lifelong memory. City Ranch Boot Company, custom designed, locally owned, family operated, and Texas made. City Ranch Boot Company brings you a unique experience. Shop off the shelf or design yourself. City Ranch Boot Company, located at 10267 North River Crossing, just off Highway 6 and 185, next to the Joko Building. Call them at 254-855-7225. Find them on Facebook and Instagram, too. Or visit their website, cityranchboot.com. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. 
In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at pioneerboys.com. Since 1859, Baylor Lion Foundation has been helping you make the Baylor family better as an independent voice for Baylor students, alumni, and fans. Take part in that tradition by honoring some of the best and the brightest bears you know at this year's Hall of Fame Awards Ceremony. Join us for a night of celebration at 6 p.m. Friday, February 25th at the Baylor Club inside McLean Stadium. To see this year's honorees and purchase tickets, visit baylorlion.com krzi. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weich with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. This year's Super Bowl drew an estimated 101.1 million televised viewers who saw the Rams beat the Bengals. That's up from last year's Super Bowl. Baylor big man Jonathan Chamachachua had surgery yesterday to repair multiple ligaments on his left knee. Number seven Baylor is in Lubbock tonight facing number 11 Texas Tech. Tip is at 8 o'clock and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Number seven, Baylor women also in action tonight hosting TCU. Tip is at seven, and you can hear that game on 104.9 FM. Other games on the women's side in Big 12, Texas Tech at number 15 OU and number six, Iowa State at number 14, Texas. Baylor softball won last night over Stephen F. Austin 7-3. The Bears have their home season opener this weekend. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. It is our daily look. Lots of uh, college football as well as college basketball stuff floating around. And then at uh, 5 o'clock, remember, we're going to talk about this Cowboys scandal with Clarence E. Hill Jr. of the Fort Worth Star-Telegram, who's covered the team for the longest of all the beat writers who've covered the Cowboys, Clarence outranks all of us in terms of longevity all right and so we'll have a good visit with him about what's going on a pretty uh uh tawdry type uh, situation here and uh, very disturbing details on this one okay aaron what do you have for us in campus confidential baylor announced yesterday the football coach dave aranda had been signed to an extension through the year 2029 he is among Many college football coaches from across the country that are getting extensions either um, sometime this week or sometime next week. A couple of them are verbal agreements. But first up is Michigan coach Jim Harbaugh. He signed a five-year deal that runs through 2026 and alters the terms of his previous extension that was signed in January of last year. That extension actually decreased his salary, but he went on to beat Ohio State win the Big Ten and make it into the college uh, into the uh, college playoffs. So he gets a new deal done that runs for the next four years and will more than likely, I would assume, um, give him a pay bump after he took the pay cut last year. Well, you know, this is a guy that thought 
he was going to visit with the uh, Wilf family and become the, the head coach of the Vikings. It, it seemed all but done, and he got there, and he realized he didn't quite have it uh, sewn up. And so he, he kind of limped back to Michigan. Michigan appreciates that he, that he broke through against Ohio State, and the, he gets a, uh, an extension. So this guy has turned around the narrative to a certain extent. I mean, I think making the college football playoff, as you talked about, was a huge breakthrough for Michigan. And, I mean, it's not the length of Dave Aranda's, which goes all the way to 2029, but I do think it's a big turnaround for a guy who uh, had to take a pay decrease, and not it wasn't just because of the pandemic. Some people took, uh, took some hits because of the pandemic. Others, uh, but in this case, uh, he's able to, I would imagine they get him back closer to where he was, if not maybe a little more but takes him through 2026, and this should uh, excite the Michigan fan base. You know, there's certain fan bases that, uh, Aaron, all you got to do, now, again, Michigan had a great season, so I don't want to take it away from them, but it is interesting how some fan bases, you really only need to do one thing. It's beat your hated rival. Um, It's, uh, I think, OU in Texas. A little bit like that, Auburn and Alabama, certainly. And now it's sort of become like that with A&M in Alabama. I mean, I don't think either one of those looks at the other as some huge rival. Alabama certainly doesn't look at A&M as that. But beating a Saban team, no matter who you are, changes the narrative. And sort of is is kind of like, uh, you know, it, it, it basically covers up any other inefficiencies which might be say losing three or four games a season beating the big dog which is Nick Saban that sort of covers everything else up and so I think with Michigan beating Ohio State in a lot of ways I mean even though it's just once in the whole time Harbaugh's been there it changed everything for him is that crazy yeah but that's just the way it is Cincinnati football coach Luke, Luke Fickle also agrees to a uh, contract extension after making the college football playoffs this year. Cincinnati's head coach will be uh, rewarded with a contract that runs through 2028 that will pay him $5 million a year pending approval from Cincinnati's Board of Trustees. The school is also expected to up the staff salary pool to $5.2 million, a bump of more than $1.4 million as they prepare to enter the Big 12 in two years. Um, and, and that is a, uh, you know, I, I I would say that this new expanded, I think people were a little worried that A&M, or excuse me, Texas and OU leaving would cause some of those coaches to be looking around, trying to go elsewhere. But even the coaches, I mean, obviously Holgerson got things rolling at uh, Houston. He's got, he's had an extension as well as Fickle. All these American Athletic Conference coaches uh, that are that are joining, I mean, are in good stead. And then some of the um, some of the Big 12 coaches, like Dave Aranda, like Mike Gundy, you know, those uh, contracts have been solidified. And then the new the new coach, uh, the departing coach from the Big 12, Venables, got a huge contract himself. I mean, think about that, Aaron. Most times when you hire an assistant coach, 
you're probably going to get a little bit of a discount. Now, Baylor obviously didn't get um, Dave Aranda on the cheap when he first came. But still, he had never been a head coach before. Venables had never been a head coach before. And he, his starting salary is $7 million. Think about that. His starting salary is about a million and a half more, or even a little more than that, $1.8 million more than Sark's beginning salary at the University of Texas. And we all know what that budget is at UT. These things kind of fascinate me. People have asked me, what do you think Dave got? What do you think Dave Aranda? I don't know. But I would guess it was somewhere in between, you know, 5 to $6 million. Baylor does not have to disclose those numbers because it is a private institution. And any of my friends in the, you know, that, that might know that are the high-ranking uh, members of the Baylor family, I, so far they haven't told me the number. I'm hoping they will at some point. All right, uh, Aaron, let's continue. You mentioned uh, Dana Holgerson at Houston. He also agreed to uh, verbally agreed to a multi-year extension. He went uh, seven and thirteen his first two years, but he went twelve and two last year. Um, took the Cougars to the AAC title game before losing to Cincinnati. Then beat Auburn in their bowl game. He was making four point two million per year, and that was made him the highest paid Group of Five coach. So. I would assume that his new contract will pay him probably uh, somewhere around the range that Luke Fickle just got at about $5 million a year. Uh, the contract is still being finalized and details haven't been released. But uh, Sam Kahn Jr. from The Athletic reporting that a deal is done and he is verbally committed to staying at Houston. So another future Big 12 team locks up their coach. Yeah, that's uh, that is... Um, it very interesting, and I think uh, I think it just uh, speaks to you know this conference has found its footing, and it was destabilized in a in a huge way, and I think the next piece will be uh, probably having to find a new commissioner. And uh, I know Aaron, you've been again continued to be very very critical of Bob Bowlesby. I have defended him at every turn. <laughs> But I think uh, I think Bob Bowlesby, that'll be the next piece. Uh, Bob Bowlesby will not be the one negotiating the new contract. Did Aaron, and I'm sorry if I'm stepping on your toes. You may have been about to bring this up. Did you happen to see that one thing I sent you about what the what the Big Ten could get on its next TV contract? Yes, that was my next story. <laughs> <laughs> well, get to it. What, what Big Ten will the, be? Give us the amount because that is. That is that is unbelievable. Sports Business Journal predicting that they will get a contract north of one billion dollars per year when they negotiate their next media rights deal later this year. They're in an exclusive negotiating period with ESPN right now, but uh, according to Sports Business Journal, they don't think that the deal will get done. But just because there are other suitors and they know that they can make more if they let it kind of go to wow. the open market, that way CBS can bid on it, that way Fox, NBC. And also bid on it. And who knows, man, Amazon Prime just uh, got Thursday night football. They may be looking to get into college football as well. One billion dollars. Wow. Big 12's looking like, oh, man, what are we going to get? What are we going to get? Well, I don't know. Losing OU in Texas, much as we like laughing about things, it does not help when it comes to a TV 
straight up negotiation. Now the Mormons will watch some TV on you. They you know they don't drink, but they will watch a lot of TV, and so they bring some eyes and they bring a great crowd. And so I uh, uh, they they I like I like what BYU brings, but but this is a big one. And and you said, uh, Aaron, it's it's so it's ESPN and Fox. That, that that obviously, uh, you, and you would say this, but but as this story read, they will let this exclusive window end, and they'll take this to the marketplace. And there is some thought that when this gets to the marketplace, that CBS, which will no longer have the SEC like it has for a long time, and NBC, which is known more for having Notre Dame, obviously. NBC and CBS could get involved, and you're very right to say, Aaron, that the streaming services could get involved. Let's just not let, like, Bally or whatever, because right <laughs> now people can't get the Mavericks and the Rangers, oh, and they're all mad, and the terrible. hockey. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I get all that. You know, I'm, I'm a direct TV guy, so I, everything's fine with me, but I realize it's about more than my situation. And a lot of people are having trouble with Bally because they, a lot of people cut the cord and they want to do all these streaming services. But the only streaming service that has Bally is DirecTV Stream, which I think I may have. I don't even know if I meant to have it. I think I have that because I have DirecTV. Maybe I get, maybe because I do DirecTV, uh, DirecTV Stream is thrown in. But I get Bally. But even sometimes I'll be trying to get Bally Sports, and that's what Fox Sports Southwest used to be. So are, you're telling me, Aaron, that some of your friends and people around are struggling with that too, getting the Rangers and and, and uh, Mavs and all that? Yes, I've heard that from a few people. Okay, okay, Bally. I mean, who who, who even know? I thought that was like a Vegas type thing, or like a workout place. All right, it is uh, the Matt Mosley Show. It's time to talk about this Cowboys scandal, and we'll do it with a longtime friend of mine that's covered the Cowboys for, oh, like going on three decades. Clarence E. Hill from the Fort Star Telegram joins us next. Your home for Baylor baseball is ESPN Central Texas. 54th District Judge Susan Kelly here. Over a year ago, I survived a rigorous application process in which I competed against other serious qualified candidates. After a thorough vetting, Governor Greg Abbott appointed me to the 54th and now endorses me because I apply the rule of law and deliver justice for all. A conservative Republican, I have managed and moved the docket this past year, ensuring that every accused receives justice and if convicted receives swift and proper punishment early voting has started please vote and keep judge kelly political ad paid for by susan kelly from mclennan county judge campaign with tax season approaching are you wondering how new laws could affect your financial portfolio i'm joe kaleo with the kaleo wealth management group if you're unsure about the effect tax legislation could have on your wealth we can help you develop a plan that withstands change no matter what the season. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Keep up with Baylor softball on ESPN Central Texas. 
Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House is one of Waco's longest, continuous, family-owned barbecue restaurants. Since 1978, Uncle Dan's has been offering delicious ribs, made-from-scratch sides, the famous Texas tater, and prime beef brisket. Convenient drive through windows and sit-down dining allow customers to be served in whichever way they desire. Uncle Dan's is proud to serve Central Texas Monday through Saturday with locations in Waco and Hewitt. Come visit the loyal staff at Uncle Dan's today and experience their rich history and family recipes. Since opening their doors in 1925, Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home has been honored to serve families like yours by providing a range of funeral services. Whether it's a traditional funeral, a graveside service, memorial service, or cremation, they believe every life deserves to be honored in a way that brings peace to families. Five generations of the Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home family have helped tens of thousands of Central Texans celebrate the lives of loved ones. Learn more at whbfamily.com. The flagship station for Baylor basketball is ESPN Central Texas. At UBO Business Services, we are brand agnostic. We support many different brands, but only the best products from each provider. Our analysts favor flexible systems that don't leave you locked into a one-brand technology solution. Being flexible allows your organization to stay nimble and take advantage of the latest emerging technologies. Call Sean Hunt at 254 709 2101 or ubeo.com. America is at a crossroad and Texans have answers. The Democratic Party defames law enforcement and defunds police, and that's created a nationwide crime crisis. Right now is the time to stand against the Biden Pelosi tyrannical agenda. They're crushing the rule of law and the Second Amendment. Hello, I'm Congressman Pete Sessions representing the 17th Congressional District of Texas. I will be on your ballot this March 1st as your conservative Republican Congressman. I'm a lifetime member of the National Rifle Association and won their endorsement, along with the Texas State Rifle Association. With your help, the Republican Party will regain the majority in Congress and reclaim the rule of law. I'm Pete Sessions. And I approve this message. Political advertisement paid for by Pete Sessions for Congress. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank. Also sponsored by Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram. Ascension Providence, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Texas Sports Hall of Fame, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. Matt Mosley, thanks to all our uh, sponsors. Appreciate you. Appreciate your partnership. Of course, our presenting sponsor, Central National Bank, leading commercial bank in the state of Texas. Now being joined by Clarence Hill of the four-star telegram, longtime friend of mine. Uh, Clarence, um, there's always something. There's always something. You've been on this beat now for quite a few years. Uh, you and I became friends covering the Cowboys all those years ago. And um, it, it's, uh, this story is disturbing, the one that's come out today on, uh, on ESPN. And, um, and you've had to write about it. And I think what makes it you know, even stranger to us is the fact, of course, that uh, the the person being accused of these things is someone 
that we've known for many, many years and have been around as the head of PR for the Cowboys, Rich Dalrymple. And, I, I, you know, I don't need to get, get into every detail here, but basically uh, our audience, we've been talking about it, but uh, what uh, Rich was accused of is uh, – uh, sneaking in to where the, some cheerleaders were, some Cowboys cheerleaders were dressing and trying to take photographs and then uh, being caught, basically. And then uh, some uh, settlements were had in the, in the amount of $2.4 million to four members of the cheerleading squad. Uh, Clarence, I, this, is, um, this is a difficult one. Did you kind of, uh, as we say, sometimes we kind of sense things brewing. Let me take you back to when Rich retired. I, I think all of us were kind of like, huh? Okay. I mean, the guy had it, had it pretty well. He was a huge part of what the Joneses have done over the years, was very tied into the family, and it just seemed kind of strange. All of a sudden at age 61, uh, I know that's retirement age for some people, but it, it, we didn't really see him walking away from a pretty good deal. Did, did your, uh, did your ears perk up the minute that announcement went out? Yeah, it, it, it was abrupt and it, it just seemed like, uh, it wasn't planned. And for someone who had been there so long with Jerry Jones, that if he was going to go out, then I thought he went out with much more fanfare, you know, just kind of quietly and abruptly, you know, I'm out, you know, and, and for understanding he was already gone when the announcement was actually made. He, Actually, and I think it was in February. He actually, his last day was the last week in January. So, all of that was funny. He kind of left the rest of the department in a lurch because they kind of, you know, didn't have a plan going forward. And none of that just, it, none of it adds up. But no one had said anything. There was anything of, you know, certainly improper or, or why he would leave, other than he left. But you know, just no comments, no quote from Jerry, nothing about Rich. Uh, it was it was always something that that was funny to me, and I guess now we see why. Certainly, he has stated in his comments that that had nothing to do with the his retirement. But you know, it, it's not hard to connect the dots uh, that that something salacious was coming out, and it's easy to walk away. And, and it, it certainly speaks to the fact that we had no comments from Jerry Jones regarding yeah. his departure because they all knew the story was coming out. Yeah, and I, Rich, you know, talked to a bunch of us and just said, oh, I was wanting to, you know, it's time for me to go, all this kind of stuff. And now you look back and go, oh, my my goodness. Now, you wrote the news story reacting to this. I assume you uh, reached out to, to Rich. Uh, I, I guess other than his comments that were made, interestingly, I don't even know if he was supposed to comment. Given this confidential agreement that was made, um, obviously back in 2015, you know, it, it starts, Clarence, to, to seem more and more like kind of an open secret within the organization. I mean, you and I know both. It's like being being in part of the inner circle with Jerry's like being in the Rolling Stones. There's stuff that happens. Right. We can't all talk about everything we've heard over the years. It's not like we hear, a real, oh, Jerry's this place or Jerry's showing up here. We can't just like, oh, well, let's go write about that every time. But, I mean, I'm just – I guess the my thought is there's nothing that can shock you about somebody from the Cowboys organization, but he, but but this was pretty. This just is pretty out there, and then the allegations of of Jerry's daughter 
what he was alleged to have done in the Cowboys draft room. Did any of that Facebook stuff that uh, basically someone saw on Facebook, some things happened in the draft room. Do you, Clarence, ever even remember back in 2015 or whatever that draft was, somebody even raising this, or was this all like, did, did that even pop up uh, for, for you back then? I don't remember this being raised. Apparently, it was raised by a fan out of Shreveport who told a Shreveport mm-hmm. TV station to put it on their Facebook page, but it never got any legs here. Um, I know one thing that uh, that draft war room video was probably going the way of that Dez Brad Walmart video. We'll never find the light of day of that thing. <laughs> that thing. If, uh, that thing. That I'm, thing is gone. Yeah, I think that. Uh, I'm I think that because if it happened. And it, I mean, those videos that, you know, that there's, you know, there's video evidence if it happened or it didn't happen. You know, that if, if this guy saw it, then everybody who watched the draft that night and, and, it, and, and it was on, you know, again, it just doesn't disappear. Should have saw it. Should have saw something. So, you know, that's shocking. That's, you know, and, and the idea that Jerry knew about it and covered it up or let it go because he was trying to get in the Hall of Fame. You think he sold out his daughter for the Hall of Fame? Yeah, that doesn't that doesn't really stack up. I mean, it just uh, the whole thing though is just you know. I even the spokesperson today. Did you look? I mean, I'm sure you looked that up. You know, it's like, wait, who's this Wilkinson guy? And I started, you know, it just took a couple of Googles to realize that this guy was like in the the, the George W. Bush administration, and everybody's always yeah. tied back to Jerry's friends through the through the Clintons. And Mac McClarty, and I'm like, wait, this guy's worked for McClarty. We've heard Mac McClarty's name over the years. So it's like they brought in like a huge political operative that, um, I mean, this guy worked for Donald Rumsfeld. This guy worked for Condoleezza Rice in the the Bush. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's what he does, and and, and that's what you do at that point when you got that kind of money. And and certainly not talk to him today, you know. And and so he certainly got his story down. That, that nothing happened. They just settled the suit because out of kindness of their heart, they wanted to go away and they wanted to show people that they cared about the cheerleaders' feelings and they went above and beyond in, in selling the suit, even though no evidence of anything happened, allegedly. Yeah, yeah. Well, when a story like this hits, Clarence, I mean, now everybody, people like you, people like uh, you know, the Morning News, Star-Telegram, everybody's going to dig in. And uh, and I think there's sometimes thought on the, like, could this be the tip of the iceberg? And I think, Clarence, with what the re- the um, the commanders, the Washington commanders, are, are the stories around them right now, it just, all of this sort of adds fuel to the fire. Um, it, it, I mean, it, it's just, it's a, it's just awful timing, but it doesn't shock me that, you know, anytime someone's dirty laundry is starts to get aired, I mean, and, and that's why, you know, people like, well, why is Jerry not calling out Dan Snyder? Well, this is why. I mean, this is, you don't call, you know, first of all, he's been friends with Snyder for a long time, but you don't, you can't really in good conscience, you know, go around condemning people when your own house isn't in order. So, I, uh, this is a, uh, this is fascinating to, to watch all this. Clarence, how do you how do you view this from a guy that you and I've known forever and ha- have had a long time friendship with? Is it did you, it's it's just weird, isn't it, to to think about when you deal with somebody on a day to day basis like we did for and like you've done for you know two decades or more, 
um, when someone gets in the national news like this? Is it just kind of strange yeah. or? Yeah, no, it's definitely strange. It's like, I mean, what what is going on? Because I know I got the phone call this morning and and and, and about it. I'm like, wow. Uh, but you know, we whether it's Michael Irvin, you know, we we I've dealt with people who we have relationships with who are in the national eye, and 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 for various even Jerry and Stephen from some of the photos and videos of the past years, you know. It's kind of old hat with us with the Cowboys to a certain extent. I mean, I I didn't see it coming with Rich, uh, but I'm you know numb to it all. You know, just covering the Cowboys and and, and not surprised by anything uh, that 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 has happened. And 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 I guess the surprise, you know, you know, I, I've I've talked to people that you know with the Cowboys, you know, and you look with with teams around the league. You brought up. Dan Snyder, and we could talk about Jerry Richardson, and and we know so much about Jerry and what's going on. None of it has ever gotten to Jerry. It's, it's never been really been involved Jerry on a deeper level like some of these other organizations, you know. And, and when you know there's scandal, it, it rises to the top of the organization. Now this is a scandal, but it hasn't risen to Jerry. You know that's the difference between the Cowboys, at least Jerry right now. Then, then what's happened in Washington and what's happened in, you know, with, with Carolina. They did not read or, you know, get to the ownership level. They were involved in any of it. Yeah, but, I mean, now it, it this one involves his own daughter. And, uh, and, right, and, but she was yeah. a victim. Not, I'm, talk, I'm talking about a, a perpetrator, so to speak. Correct, correct. But, it, I mean, it makes Jerry look pretty weird that, I mean, if – Obviously, the settlements and the things that he was accused of, and maybe Jerry believed kind of like this story they're giving us right now. Well, Rich didn't do any of this, but I, I don't know. And, again, like you say, the, 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 that, those videos have probably vanished by now. But, uh, and, by the way, the NFL is pretty good at making videos and, uh, and written reports go away. Uh, I think we no, saw they, that. They are. They, yeah. they can make things go away or they can have, yeah, you know, not having just have oral investigation, not a written investigation to a certain extent. Uh, but, you know, it's interesting. And, in, 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 you know, the fact that he's no longer an employee, it happened six years ago. I don't know what the NFL can do about this or whether they would even look at it because it's, a, you know, obviously uh, it's uh, undisclosed and, and it's supposed to be tightly sealed. Yeah, exactly. But uh, as we saw, like even in the Mavs scandal, there's generally fallout from these stories, and there and sometimes it's more to come. You know, I think sometimes we think, oh, it's one rogue guy that was uh, was doing some things. But uh, it's it'll be interesting, uh, interesting to to see where it goes. And and what do you think the the cowboy? What, what do you think the NFL can do in something like this? Because again. The details of this story just make them look so bad. The investigation that they did, Cohen, the attorney. I mean, it it does it look like, and I when you when you read it, it looks like the uh, alleged victims were were right in that Rich was cleared before anything. You know, before they sat down and interviewed the people making the claims or the allegations. I mean, none of that looks good. Does the NFL have to? look more into this, or do you think, kind of like you said, this happened so long ago, somehow the NFL will move on from this? Yeah, again, because they've reached a settlement, I don't know that the NFL has to look into this. You know, if it was still an open case, 
if there was a case that was going to court, it's a totally different thing. But they've already the, the the parties have already reached a settlement, and, and they're not talking. And you know, and they even if they've been at least from what I was reading, even if they were uh, asked to talk before federal uh, court, they could only say no comment. You know, if you, yeah. if you look at some of the details of the story, so I just don't know what the NFL does at this point. Again, we're, we're talking about a former employee, and we're at now, and we're talking about you know a settlement that was six years ago. And I don't know if you, you unseal a settlement to go and do an investigation when the parties are, are satisfied with with you know what they got. At least that's what you know a settlement means. But but certainly it does bear scrutiny into what else is out there. You know, are there any other cases or any other settlements out there? You know, I'm sure there's, you know, people are going to be taking a fine-tooth comb through the court record to see if the Cowboys have any other settlements out there. Yeah, well, uh, and by the way, Jerry tried to get this commissioner fired a few years ago, um, and I don't know. They're good uh, friends now. They're, they're buddies now. They're back to being buddies. They're making okay. money together. <laughs> That's right, where they could bring in billions together. But uh, <laughs> not a... Not a good look for the Cowboys. They, Jerry is sort of like the, uh, you know, he always bounces back pretty quickly from these things. But these are some uh, disturbing details and just very uh, strange. But uh, Clarence Hill with the uh, Star-Telegram. Clarence, I mean, think about that. Yesterday, Mike McCarthy's saying some interesting stuff on the uh, on the Rich Eisen show. about. Right. I mean, I think some days you're just like, well, that's some interesting stuff about, you know, being the coach of the Cowboys and Sean Payton out there, this just comes with the territory. And then, and then this hits this morning. Um, it, uh, I guess, it probably there are times you get tired of this beat, but uh, oh, but then you, you, you hate to see the alternative. Is, well, I know, you know, I've been doing this since 1995, 1996. Excuse me, and <laughs> it, it seems like you know, there's always something in the off season. You can't you know, take a nap or sleep in or whatever else, and something's. Did you see this? You know, this, you know, like, goodness gracious, the offseason. And I remember tweeting the other day, last week, like, the Cowboys been out of playoffs for three weeks, and the ESPN is still talking about them. Why are they still talking about the Cowboys? And now, and they were just making up stuff then, and now there's real news to talk about. It's like, yeah. they, they can never stay out of the limelight and on and, and centerpiece of a national show. <laughs> One of our colleagues said, now that the Cowboys season is over, the other night after the Super Bowl, one of our buddies like yeah. tweeted that out. I thought, wait, the Cowboys season's been over for like a month. You know, like what are yeah, we? What right. are we <laughs> maybe we're talking about some kind of like calendar year or something like that. But uh, anyway, Clarence, I I appreciate it, and, and uh, I will uh, I will be in touch. And uh, uh, the bear, a nice victory for your Longhorns uh, last night. And I won't even get into what happened Saturday at the Farrell Center. Because I know uh, I know you'd like to move on. All right. Austin, we, we play play better at home than we do on the road. You got to come to Austin. Wait, wait till you come to Austin. Okay. All right. We'll uh, we'll bring it down to Austin. <laughs> it hasn't made a much a, much of a difference in past years, but maybe under Chris Beard it will. Thank you, Clarence. Well, that's the hope. Thank you, man. <laughs> All right. There he goes, Clarence Hill Jr. of the Star Telegram, uh, discussing this um, disturbing story. And, again, some of the details in this one are rough. Uh, it, it a uh, Cowboys longtime employee, Rich Dalrymple, has been there with uh, – and it still sounds strange to even say because Rich Dalrymple, PR people are supposed to stay behind the scenes and facilitate things for reporters, the media, for the players, for Jerry. And when you uh, are in this position, you become very, very close a lot of times to 
the owner, and Rich Dalrymple over the years had become like a family member to the Joneses. And so that particular aspect of this story where he was taking uh, illicit photos of the owner's daughter in the draft room, I mean, the, the brazen nature of this, the audacity uh, of these things. I, I mean, it's uh, again, these are allegations. He has denied all these allegations. I need to say that. But listen, you don't pay two and a half million dollars just on a whim. I don't. I don't think Rich did anything wrong here. But here's two and a half million to to not tell your story. Um, it's a uh, it's a very disturbing and uh, it's a uh, it's a it's a it's a it's a, it's a brutal ending for a guy's career that is, was known as one of the uh, most well-known PR guys in the NFL. And, again, a guy, that's why I had Clarence on. Clarence is a great friend and has been for many years. And uh, I think those of us in the media are sorting through those things. Now, Clarence had a good point. If you cover the Cowboys long enough, you probably become pretty close or, or pretty decent pals with uh, guys like Michael Irvin. And Michael Irvin has a way of constantly being in the news for good and bad reasons. So, yeah, I guess we can't say that. But, but again, you don't expect the head of PR to get accused of, uh, of, these, uh, of these kind of allegations, these very disturbing allegations. And, uh, again, it's just you, you just hate. I hate the thought that uh, these, these uh, Cowboys cheerleaders were put in that situation where it's kind of like, okay, do you all want to continue on? But – Hey, we're going to keep this quiet. Oh, here's some payments, uh, but um, but 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 again, don't say anything to anybody ever. I mean, again, it, it's all it, it seems to be the way it goes here. It's like you protect the people who don't need protection. You don't protect the people who do. All right, it is uh, it's Matt Mosley's show. Aaron Sexton alongside. Let's go to a happier story. Let's go to the Baylor Bears, men and women. Got a big time couple of games tonight that we need to talk about. And um, we have uh, uh, Scott Drew talking about the, uh, the surgery for Chamwa Chachua and, uh, and, and kind of getting us ready for tonight's big game. All that's next. It's time now for today's Baylor Sports Beat, your daily dose of green and gold. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the midweek Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor men's and women's basketball in action tonight, plus our weekly visit with Athletic Director Mac Rhodes. It's all straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Alan Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. Nikki Collin and Baylor women's basketball on the floor tonight. Tune in to Derek Smith and Sophia Young-Malcolm tonight for Baylor Women's Basketball. After my first car accident, I feared the biggest damage would be to my wallet. I expected a mountain of bills and a long, drawn-out process. But my Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent was there when I needed her and helped me get back on my feet and in my car in no time. Instead of a hassle, I got reassurance and a quick recovery. 
Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to find an agent who's there when you need them most. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Baylor University is where lights shine bright. So, let there be light. Let there be roommates and teammates, scholarship and championships. Let there be fresh starts and new traditions, fast friendships and lasting impacts. Let there be laughter. Let there be joy. Let there be light. Baylor University, where lights shine bright. Now, doing his part in preparing champions for life, here's the voice of the Bears. Back on today's Baylor Sports Beat, today our weekly visit with Director of Athletics Mac Rhodes and basketball tonight, Mac. But uh, that's only the tip of the iceberg. We got a lot going on this week. Yes, and the uh, lucky number is is seven. Both basketball programs ranked uh, seventh in the country, and as you mentioned tonight, women's basketball home versus uh, versus TCU, seven p.m. And then. Uh, Men's basketball at number 11, Texas Tech, tonight at, at 8 p.m. And so two, two big games. And then you mentioned uh, this, this type of uh, time of year, with the, the overlap of basketballs with our uh, spring sports. So here we go. If you're a, a Baylor athletics fan, uh, there is plenty, plenty to watch over the weekend. We've got softball and, and baseball starting on, on Friday. Softball versus Oregon, a doubleheader. Baseball versus Maryland. We've got equestrian on Friday versus South Carolina. Women's tennis versus SMU. And going on into into Saturday, again, softball again versus Oregon. Baseball against Maryland. And then Sunday, women's tennis again versus Mississippi State. Baseball, the the uh, third game uh, versus of the series versus Versus Maryland. So a lot to a lot to watch. Um, and obviously men's basketball. Uh, Saturday at home, TCU, an early morning start. And then women's basketball on the road, TCU, 1 p.m. So a lot to do, a lot to watch, a lot to follow. Thanks, Mac. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. Talk to you tonight from Lubbock and have more tomorrow. I'm John Morris. This is ESPN Central Texas. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly cloudy skies, maybe a little drizzle this evening, but our best chance of a few showers and storms come well after midnight. It'll remain windy with lows dropping to 59 degrees. A sprinkle early tomorrow morning, otherwise clearing skies, still breezy conditions. And with a cold front moving through, temperatures by the end of the day will only be in the upper 40s. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. The decisions made in our courtrooms have a lasting impact on all of us here in McLennan County. That's why the conservative leaders and organizations we trust are united in their support of Judge Ryan Luna. Judge Luna is endorsed by Texas Right to Life, Citizens for Pro-Life Action, Gun Owners of America, the Sheriff's Law Enforcement Association of McLennan County, several of the most conservative members of the Texas legislature, and hundreds of grassroots conservative Republicans across the county. They, like you, know that the integrity of our courts depends on electing judges who will strictly interpret the law, hand down tough sentences, and never legislate from the bench. In the March 1st Republican primary, vote for a constitutional conservative for county court at law number three. Vote for Judge Ryan Luna. Early voting ends February 25th. To learn more, visit RyanLunaTX.com. 
Political ad paid for by the Judge Ryan Luna campaign in compliance with the voluntary limits of the Judicial Campaign Fairness Act. ProStar Rental is the number one choice for all of your equipment rental needs. No matter the project, they got you covered. Plus, their friendly local staff is always available to answer your questions. They have a large selection of quality equipment available to rent for any project, big or small. And they have eight locations across Texas to serve you, including locations in Waco and Belton. Visit online at ProStarRental.com for more info. ProStar Rental, they make work easier. Baylor Sports Beat, weekdays at 7.55 a.m. and 5.25 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas, football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Hello, I am Dennis Wilson, and I want your vote for March 1st for the Texas State Representative District 13. After serving the people of Texas for 46 years in county government, it is time for me to serve you at the state level. As a Republican candidate, I will work full-time to protect and preserve our rural Christian way of life in Texas by supporting our public schools, advocating for mental health services, protecting our Second Amendment rights and the unborn, eliminating drug and human trafficking, and securing our borders. Together, we can make Texans safe and secure again. Political ads paid for by the Dennis Wilson campaign. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. This year's Super Bowl drew an estimated 101.1 million televised viewers who saw the Rams beat the Bengals. That's up from last year's Super Bowl. Baylor big man Jonathan Chamachachua had surgery yesterday to repair multiple ligaments on his left knee. Number seven Baylor is in Lubbock tonight facing number 11 Texas Tech. Tip is at 8 o'clock and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Number seven, Baylor women also in action tonight hosting TCU. Tip is at seven, and you can hear that game on 104.9 FM. Other games on the women's side in Big 12, Texas Tech at number 15 OU, and number six, Iowa State at number 14 Texas. Baylor softball won last night over Stephen F. Austin 7-3. The Bears have their home season opener this weekend. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. of the Bears, John Morris on the call. Good news is James Akinjo seems to be rounding back into form. He'd been hurt. That tailbone injury was a tough one and uh, seemed to linger a little bit. Had a really tough performance on the road in Lawrence a couple of weekends ago, but uh, he is back and playing very well. They're going to have to go to battle tonight without uh, uh, Chamo Chachua. 
And i tell you what we're going to do. Uh, we have an opportunity to hear a little bit about um, about that injury and about like the uh, uh, the the surgery and kind of what what Baylor's going to do in response to this. I, I feel good about um, you know they they lost Tristan Clark a few years ago and I thought the season's over. I mean he was considered one of the top players in the country, and they just basically changed on a dime, became more of a guard uh, oriented team. And, and it started shooting the three more, and, and, it, and it ended up being a really good season. Now, I don't know exactly. There's only so much you can do. But uh, Scott actually covers a few ideas in this uh, media availability. Now, this happened, uh, this is before they got on the plane or before they were getting ready to head out to Lubbock. And, again, tonight you'll hear this on ESPN Central Texas, the Bears and uh, Texas Tech. They'll be out in Lubbock, and that pregame will start at 730 and then uh, you'll hear Pat and John on the call at 8 o'clock. But uh, let's let you hear a little bit of what Scott Drew had to say about everything going on with Chamuchachua and then the, uh, the, 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 the big game tonight in Lubbock. Like the first time we faced him, uh, two great defenses going at it. Um, uh, they're big, strong, physical, do a great job uh, uh, making everything tough. Uh, do a great job competing on the glass. Uh, whenever you're playing on the road in the Big 12, first and foremost, you got to take care of the ball. You can't give them easies in transition. And uh, second of all, we got to uh, do a good job uh, making sure that uh, um, when we get them in rotations, uh, that we that our shot selection's good because that's just as uh, bad as a turnover if you take a bad shot. And then other than that, uh, I thought uh, we got out to a great start, 31-16 here. 31, 15, whatever it was. And then um, the things that got us the lead, we stopped doing. So we just got to do that for 40 minutes instead of 15 or 18. Do you see this as a game that could really affect seedings in the NCAA tournament? Uh... <laughs> Unfortunately, every game really, really affects because yeah. um, even if it's a game that you think, well, you should win if you lose, those actually affect you more than, than, than games like this. And that's the beauty of playing in the Big 12 is uh, when you go on the road and play a top 10 team, if you lose a uh, top 15 team, you're not penalized to where um, it, it makes it where uh, in conference there's nothing but good, good wins and good opportunities rather than bad losses. Yeah, obviously with John being out for the year, have you mm -hmm. talked much with him? What, how is he feeling right now? Yeah, uh, John's, uh, uh, I mean, one of every day John's biggest strength is every day he's got a smile and he's upbeat, and that's made us uh, a lot more upbeat. Um, so he's uh, 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 having surgery today, praying that goes well, and then uh, uh, knowing John, he'll probably be uh, rehabbing uh, first thing in the morning. <laughs> well, along those lines, you know, it, it feels like, other injuries y'all have had, they've been day-to-day, mm -hmm. -day, they've been to guards where you've had a little more depth. How much different is this dealing with this injury compared to the other injuries you dealt with? Well, I think uh, uh, this one, uh, same with Langston, uh, when you know they're out for the year, uh, it, it takes the guesswork out of it as far as trying to come up with multiple game plans if you have someone, don't have someone. And uh, obviously, John's a big part of everything we do. And one of the biggest things we'll miss is not only his contribution uh, uh, on game day and on the court, but in, in practice every day, he competes at such a high level. It makes everybody better in the energy. 
brings. Um, everybody's got to pick that up because iron sharpens iron, and we got to keep improving as much as we can between now and uh, our last game of the year. And uh, with that, then you just uh, 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 why it takes a team to be successful. You got to have depth, and um, we got opportunities for other guys to step up now, and uh, some guys that uh, uh, maybe to, uh, take on different positions and different roles. But uh, um, we've done a great job thus far, uh, battling through uh, injuries and different adversities, and expect nothing less. Does it look like James is finally kind of at that point where he was pre-injury, where he has kind of that quickness? Yeah, I think uh, uh, definitely uh, um, the last two games. And, and with James, he's such a another guy who loves to be in the gym, loves to work on his craft. And uh, when he's able to spend extra time uh, working on his game, he's a rep guy. He does much better, and uh, he's, he's definitely moving a lot better. And uh, uh, that injury's uh, uh, behind him. No pun intended. <laughs> Do you? Uh... Does his toughness bring a lot to this team? Oh, no question. Uh, uh, first and foremost, Davion up top set the tone defensively, and I think uh, when you see a guy up top working hard, uh, it, it inspires, motivates everybody else. Plus, uh, when you get someone working hard on defense up top, uh, it allows you to be more aggressive because now they're not playing downhill and maybe putting you on your heels, but uh, you're putting them on their heels, and, and you're passes aren't on time on target and that allows steals transition so a lot of good things can you see can you see him as a pretty special passer assist guy because he can really yeah, he he got some he got some uh, uh, definitely some some no look passes and some flair to his game. Kind of reminded you of Pierre Jackson back in the day a little bit. Um, so uh, it, that's that's one of his talents. The other thing is he he can score. It. So uh, versatile player and somebody that uh, you need both from. And uh, seven eight assists a game really help our offense for sure. Coach, in terms of this Texas Tech team, having played them once this season, did when you, when you watched them, did they remind you a little bit of? Those crispier teams, or what way yeah. are they a little different with Mark Adams and Alabama? Well, definitely, uh, um, one thing is whenever you have a coaching change, uh, uh, things change, but I mean, the culture that they built there together still remains the same. I mean, and the players that have been there two, three, four years, they know the system. The system hasn't changed that much, especially on the defensive end. So a lot of similarities. Uh, just guys are a little older, bigger, more experienced uh, uh, in that. And similar to with us, I mean, you look at our guys that have been in the program uh, uh, three, four years. They just uh, physically, uh, 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 maturity-wise, mentally, um, provide great leadership. And uh, again, the common denominator of great defense. They don't beat themselves. Um, they compete. Uh, that That's all there still. The atmosphere at the arena in Lubbock this year has been pretty good, and I, I saw there were some students camping out for the game, uh, for your game. Um, how do you kind of prepare your guys to play in an environment like that, and what can they learn? Yeah, I, I would really like to know do they go to class around there, to be honest. I mean, so, <laughs> but no, you love you love uh, uh, basketball in Texas and uh, the excitement that it that it, that it brings. And over the years, the momentum it's picked up. Um, you look at last year, two Final Four teams from the state, and uh, uh, I think there's a lot of excitement about basketball. Our fans have been outstanding, and uh, I know uh, uh, the students um, have brought a lot of energy. G attack as well. Scott, other than Flo playing some more minutes, what is the plan or what, what are options? Well, you know, Jeremy's played some five. Um, you've also had uh, 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 Zach Loveday um, and 
besides that, uh, uh, it seems like everybody's going five guards anyway. So, <laughs> um, but uh, Jeremy's already had reps there, and Zach's played there all year. So, uh, those are your your two initial uh, reactions, and then from there, whatever the game dictates. You mentioned you liked how Flo stepped up after John left the game against Texas. Yeah. But what have your conversations with Flo been like since that? Uh, I think uh, the biggest thing all of us have shared with him is he just has to be wise, foul trouble wise. And uh, when you when you have a, a two-headed monster and you got John and Flo, it allows you to be ultra aggressive. And if you f pick up a uh, uh, an aggressive foul or a careless foul, it's not the end of the world. Um, but uh, now we need Flo uh, to to make sure that when he fouls, it's uh, appropriately and at the right time, and not things that uh, uh, put us in jeopardy. Scott, I know we ask you about LJ every time, but is there a little more hope? Uh, it, every time uh, we've met, there's been more hope. So uh, uh, as far as him playing, uh, I mean, literally, uh, we could walk out today and practice, and he could do everything or he could do nothing. So um, I'll see what he does today and uh, and then see where he's at tomorrow. But uh, uh, the good thing is LJ is a really tough kid, and uh, um, when he's able to play, he will play. Obviously not for this one, but will Jonathan still make trips and stuff just to be around the team, or what, what's your plan with him? Oh, we, you definitely want him around as much as we can We can have him around at the same time. Uh, I know with, like, Langston, initially you need him rehabbing, and, and then after that, uh, as much as we can have him around and the leadership he provides, uh, uh, um, the smile, energy. I mean, he's, he's an energy giver, definitely uh, you want him around. He'll do whatever he can to help the team. That's, that's what John does. Uh, the biggest thing is making sure he stays down on the bench and isn't jumping around like he normally does. Scott, is there a, maybe a best-case hope for John when he could be back? Or? I think it's too early right now. I think after surgery we'll have more answers because um, obviously it's an extensive surgery. Coach, what, what was the biggest thing that, you know, looking back on that game against Texas Tech the first time around, you guys took away from that or were able to learn from that, especially with how that game well, I think uh, after each game, you see things that have worked, things that were effective, and then you see things that, that uh, uh, you need to change, adjust to. Um, I mean, it's it's a Big 12 team that's a, a top 15, top 10 team in the nation. So um, we got to control what we can control. And uh, I, I think uh, um, what we did to get the lead, we just got to do for 40 minutes rather than 15. Scott, you face a lot of injuries this year, obviously. Just what's kind of a tight rotation? What have you seen from Dale Bonner? Just kind of how has he stepped up and kind of seamlessly transitioned into this team? Well, Dale's, Dale's uh, uh, a joy each and every day because, uh, um, uh, as you know, when we have everybody, sometimes he doesn't play. And then other times when you're shorthanded, he plays a ton. And that's probably the toughest position. I mean, if you're in the rotation, you know what to expect. If you're not playing, you know what to expect. But from one game to another, um, that's in, in my experience in, in recent years especially, that's probably the toughest position you can be on in the team. And he does it with a smile each and every day. He's never complained. Um, whatever he can do to help the team get better, uh, he's a joy to be around each and every day. And the best thing is he's gotten better uh, um, competing in practice each and every day and learning from the upperclassmen. And uh, and then his game experience has gotten uh, more. He's he's relaxed. And uh, I, I know early on he didn't make many shots in practice. Then he made a lot of shots. and. I think it's similar to the game. I mean, he's somebody now that uh, when he takes open shots, uh, the team and coaches feel like it's going in. All right, there it is. Uh, Scott Drew meeting with the uh, assembled media. And 
and just getting ready for uh, tonight's game. It's going to be a fun night. Uh, I would encourage you to you know, listen to well, both games. I mean, you could, our sister station, 104.9, is going to have the, uh, the women's game. That pregame starts at 6.30 with uh, Derek and Sophia. And then uh, right here on ESPN Central Texas, the men at 7.30 will uh, we'll get, uh, we'll get John and Pat going on the pregame show. And then 8 o'clock, that'll, that'll get going. And uh, Aaron will be involved in all of that. He'll, he'll be kind of juggling around, making sure all that gets on the air. But, uh, you know, that's, a, uh, that's one of the benefits in our uh, company, having, uh, I don't know, seven or eight stations, is we can put all the Baylor stuff on. Nobody else can offer that. And we, uh, we appreciate the opportunity to do that. And, uh, and we put a lot into it. Appreciate uh, Tom Barfield and everybody who put so much work into that. All right, it's the um, it's the Matt Mosley show. Aaron Sexton alongside. Next, we we have the dismount and all uh, all the things that we couldn't get to today. I'll uh, I'll uh, fill you in on. That's next. ESPN Central Texas is sixteen sixty a.m. ninety two point three FM and 100.9 FM. Why do liberals hate Josh Tetons? Is it because Josh Tetons is the most conservative candidate in the race for district attorney? Maybe it's because Josh Tetons has the unanimous support of law enforcement organizations in McLennan County, including endorsements from Sheriff Parnell McNamara, the Waco Police Association, and the Sheriff's Law Enforcement Association of McLennan County. It could be because Josh Tetons is the only candidate for district attorney who has pledged to fight the radical left's effort to defund the police and turn our streets into a war zone. Or maybe it's because Josh stands strong for election integrity and prosecuting election fraud in our county. So why do liberals hate Josh Tetons? Because he's a strong conservative Republican. In the Republican primary, send a message that we support law and order conservatives here in McLennan County. Vote for Josh Tetons for district attorney. I'm Josh Tetons, the conservative Republican candidate for McLennan County District Attorney. And I approve this message because it's time we had a district attorney who supports law enforcement in our county. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Tickets and sponsorships are now available for the 2022 Texas Sports Hall of Fame Induction Banquet presented by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. The class of 2022 includes Bob Beeman, Chris Bosch, Robert Griffin III, Tony Parker, Carly Patterson, Mike Renfro, Susie Snyder-Eppers, and Stacey Sakura. Meet this year's inductee class on Saturday, March 12th in the base at Extraco Event Center in Waco. To purchase tickets, please visit tshof.org or call 254-756-1633. Say big during the President's Day sales event at Allen Samuels. The new 2021 Chrysler 300 has total values of $3,000 or 0% for 72 months and $2,000 in bonus cash. First responders get an extra $500. Shop their huge new car and truck inventory for power, performance, style, and reliability today from Allen Samuels in Waco at the President's Day sales event going on now. Come by. Let's be friends. See dealer for details. All offers have credit requirements. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? 
Rest assured, Diamore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Your home for Baylor women's basketball is ESPN Central Texas. It's time to save on the powerfully versatile Kubota M7 tractor with up to 168 horsepower, superior loader lift capacity, and operator-friendly controls and comfort. The hardworking M7. Built right, built ready. Now get the Kubota M7 tractor for zero down and 0% APR for 60 months, plus $8,000 loyalty cash reward. Now through March 31st. See us or go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. WC Tractor, now with six convenient locations to serve you. Find us at WCTractor.com. And a lot of people, when they come in, they'll say, I'm usually much more active, but since I've been in pain, I've had to limit the activities I'm doing. You're listening to Janelle, an arch support specialist at the Good Feet Store. The next step is getting them in the right arch supports. After walking around with the arch supports, they'll feel much freer and lighter. Our goal is to have that long-term change for them to make sure that they're continuing to notice a difference in their life. Try them for yourself with a free fitting at the Good Feet Store. Good Feet Waco in Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. This year's Super Bowl drew an estimated 101.1 million televised viewers who saw the Rams beat the Bengals. That's up from last year's Super Bowl. Baylor big man Jonathan Chamachachua had surgery yesterday to repair multiple ligaments on his left knee. Number seven Baylor is in Lubbock tonight facing number 11 Texas Tech. Tip is at 8 o'clock and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Number seven Baylor women also in action tonight hosting TCU. Tip is at 7, and you can hear that game on 104.9 FM. Other games on the women's side in Big 12, Texas Tech at number 15 OU and number 6 Iowa State at number 14 Texas. Baylor softball won last night over Stephen F. Austin 7-3. The Bears have their home season opener this weekend. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is the dismount. We have to say goodnight to you and um, get you prepared for a night of Baylor basketball. If you want to watch the women, it's ESPN Plus, ESPN 2 for the men tonight, 8 o'clock. But, of course, we encourage you to listen. And uh, that would be 104.9 for the women and that game will uh, the pregame will start at 6 30 and then at seven o'clock there'll be tip off the men the pregame will be 7 30 tonight eight o'clock tip off Aaron I'm uh I am uh I, I don't like the tech fans especially the students having that long to prepare for an 8 8, 8, 8 p.m game <laughs> like I would much rather play them at like two in the afternoon or 6 p.m I feel like with 6 p.m you, you go by the time you get out of class at three or four. There's only so much you can do to prepare for a game. Eight o'clock, it could be an interesting atmosphere. I don't think they can replicate what it was like for Chris Beard coming back, but I'm starting to sort of think, and you may disagree with this: Is Texas Tech the second toughest road environment? Talking about the men's games, is Texas Tech the second? 
toughest road environment now behind Kansas? I think so. Isn't that weird? I mean, don't you feel like that, yeah, it changed really quick years ago? <laughs> at Hilton, you know, Iowa State was really tough. They used to call the uh, Kansas State the Octagon of Doom. I felt like that one was really tough. And uh, what else was tough? I mean, it's never been that great an atmosphere at the Irwin Center because it's just so big. Now they're going to have a new Coliseum, a, a new uh, arena. But it's not—it's not, it's not going to be like the Baylor one. The Baylor one's going to be that opens in 2024, is going to be smaller, 7,500. The Texan will, well, because they are a huge state school, they can't—they're going to not—you know—it'll be like eight, 19, 20,000. So I don't know how scary or how uh, how great an environment will be. But anyway, watch the games tonight. Listen to the games, and we will talk about them tomorrow at 4 o'clock. Thanks for everybody that's been part of this. Thanks to Aaron Sexton. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Good night. This is the Spectrum Big 12 Shootaround, a daily look inside Big 12 Conference basketball. Now, here's the voice of the Bears. Everybody, it's time for a check of Big 12 basketball in today's Spectrum Big 12 Shootaround from Lubbock, where tonight, 7th-ranked Baylor takes on number 11, Texas Tech. Details straight ahead on today's Spectrum Big 12 Shootaround. Baylor Scott and White, Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians for Baylor Athletics, diagnosing and treating all sports-related injuries, including concussions. These specialists also provide orthopedic services for athletes and non-athletes alike, whether it's knee or shoulder pain, hand and wrist injuries, orthopedic spine care, and even an arthritis and total joint clinic. Trust the doctors Baylor Athletics trusts. Baylor Scott and White, Southwest.